today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We uh, watch with great interest what's happening in North Korea. Uh, we, uh, of course, talk about some of the, the bombast that comes out of there, but some of the horrific stories about that country as well. But uh, we should be concerned, I believe, about what's happening as far as their missile program is concerned. Uh, earlier this week, we discovered that North Korea has said that it has test-fired an intercontinental ballistic missile. But is it actually getting us anywhere? I, I, how concerned should we be about this? Well, Donald Trump had said that uh, he was going to make sure that uh, ICBMs were never fired in North Korea. But if uh, the story that we got earlier yesterday is true, well, that's happening. And uh, I've got to assume that this is going to be part of the discussion of the G20 meeting uh, coming up later on about what kind of a threat North Korea actually poses. Joining us to talk about this is Benoit Hardy-Chatron, Senior Research Associate, Global Security and Politics with CIGI. Uh, first of all, Benoit, thank you so much for joining us on the program. It's great to have you with us again. Sure, pleasure to be here. Thanks. But let's talk a little bit about the implications. And I guess the overriding question many people are asking right now is, is if this story is true, and there seems to be some validation for this right now, how concerned should we be? Um, I mean, it is a significant step forward for the North Koreans. Um, getting ICBM capability, uh, the intercontinental ballistic missile capability, is what they have been aiming for uh, for several years. I mean, I would say about 10, 15 years at least. And uh, they have been working very hard towards that goal. So if indeed uh, the missile test that we saw yesterday uh, turns out to be an ICBM, I mean, there's a few more analyses that need to be uh, completed, but it looks uh, pretty, I think, pretty solid at this point. I mean, we think that they have managed this capability. And it is a very significant step forward. It is difficult to master this technology. And now that they have obtained, let's assume that they have obtained this capability, um, it is certainly more worrying. But we have to put things in perspective. Uh, they still have a few obstacles to overcome. The main thing uh, we all have to remember is they need to be able to miniaturize warheads to be able to place them on top of their ballistic missiles. Now, once they are able to master that technology, and we do not believe they're there yet, um, I would say about a year or two perhaps at the most, but once they're there, then the real threat is there. Because before that, they can't really do anything. It's, a, it's a basically an empty missile that they have. And uh, that is a very complicated technology to master. So it's not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that we can't, that we're not, uh, there's no grounds to worry here. Of course, there is ground to worry, but uh, they're not exactly where they need to be. I, I can remember an editorial cartoon from a few years ago when they were talking about the, uh, the perceived threat from North Korea at that time. And, and they basically were showing, you know, if they wanted to fire a missile at uh, the United States, they're going to have to put it on a boat and, and shoot it across the ocean and right, then drop it. Right. Uh, they're beyond that right now. Uh, and so it, it, yeah. is, it was this a statement yesterday to basically tell the Americans that, uh, that look, at, we've just ramped up our game? Absolutely. It's a huge statement. It's a huge provocation. Let's think about the timing as well. I mean, this was this missile was launched on July 4th, the American Independence Day. Uh, this was not a random choice to do that on that day, obviously. They often try to time their provocations uh, with certain important international events. They did that recently when Trump was meeting with Xi Jinping in Mar-a-Lago, if we remember. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, they, they're really trying to ramp up uh, the, the, the whole thing here, and this missile does the trick. I mean, obviously, a missile like this, uh, as you mentioned just before, right? I mean, a lot of people for a long time thought that their threat was relatively 
empty rhetoric, right? It was all about being bombastic. But with this new development here, we know that we see that this was not, it's not empty anymore. They do have uh, capability to back up their words. And um, they've been working very hard towards that. I mean, since Kim Jong-un came to power in 2011, uh, they've really ramped up as far as uh, missile uh, missile tests as far as uh, nuclear tests a lot faster than his father, Kim Jong-il, was doing. So he's obviously made that a foremost priority for the regime. To what end? Is, is this a threat uh, or is, is this part of a long-term plan for Kim Jong-un? Well, the main reason why, uh, you know, the end goal for them, and it's always been the same end goal, basically, is to ensure at all costs the survival of the regime. Um, the North Korean regime since, let's go way back to 1948, when it, was, uh, when it was founded, and since the Korean War from 1950 to 1953, it's always seen the world as essentially hostile, hostile towards its own survival. And therefore, um, and that is the reason why they started working on their nuclear programs since the 1980s. So it's been almost 40 years now. And um, so to that end, getting those missiles, getting the nuclear capability is, in their, uh, from the perspective, the only way, a sure way to ensure their survival. And let's just think about something. They've, they're looking at the rest of the world. They're looking at what happened at Gaddafi, for example, in Libya. They're looking at Saddam Hussein in Iraq. And for them, it basically confirms the view that without these weapons of mass destruction, it is going to be the end of the regime because the Americans will come in and uh, put an end to their survival. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.